Hello and welcome to Media Monday Show. As always, I'm not Gino. And I'm not John. And welcome to episode 49. Uh, yeah, 49. Um, I don't know, I was going to do something about 49. But it's, uh, it's seven, 7 squared. Yeah. I, I don't know. 50's next. That's going to be big. Yeah, 50's big. 52 will be huge. Two years. Nice. Uh, but this is set to come out, uh, what is it, December 1st? December 2nd. First oh, is a Sunday. Right. That's right. I keep, this weekend has been the longest weekend ever for me. Because well, my yeah, because there's like four days a weekend. Yeah, she, she's been home, like, because we had a big snowstorm. She's literally been home since, like, Tuesday. <laughs> she worked from home two days this week. she can do that i had to work yesterday well friday yeah, yesterday being friday we're recording this on saturday night we are um yeah we had a big um black friday sale and it's monday's gonna be crazy is that when you have to process everything well we got to process everything from like saturday and sunday and what didn't get processed on friday uh-huh. Yeah, all the carryovers. Yeah. That's fun. So, there's all that. Um, anyway, uh, shall we jump into Fantasy Movie League? Yeah, I guess we can. Let's let's wrap up this horrible beast. Right. It's uh, the end of the really season. Well this week. Do what? You did really well this week. I, I'm squeaking out a win, a win so far. Yeah, I think you've got the win. I don't know. I've got a, I've got a Sunday frozen, so we can see how that goes. And I think I think the projections say that you've got it. Yeah, yeah projections right say I've got it, but I'm only up by like You're up by less a than a million. That's good enough. <laughs> we'll see what happens. You got uh, knives out. That that makes the difference right there. It does. But so does Becca, and she's in third. Yeah, well, she invested in other stuff. She's got... Like, you know, we both have Saturday and Sunday frozen, and Knives Out. And then she took a bunch of other junk, and I've got all last Christmas. Yeah. So, I think you've got it. I think you do. I don't know. Yeah. That came in fourth, which is basically last. Huh. As for the overall, I didn't do too much better. I'm in third. Third's not terrible. It is. You've never experienced it, Gino. Third is <laughs> awful. I'm in fifth. I know. I know. You've never experienced fourth, third, second, or first. <laughs> but it looks like Josh has one. I'll have to make him something. <laughs> I wonder if he'll respond and let us know that he wants it. Yeah, if he wants us to, to mail him something, we could send him something. Uh, because he... He wins the, the fall of 2019 series. 
Uh, once this suite closes out and everything, I'll uh, I'll get his official toggle and put that on his thing. And yeah. Oh, this is making me verify myself with a code to check our email. Are you a robot? But anyway, so right now, if you're listening to this, this would be the perfect time to join our Fantasy Movie League. Yeah. Our Fantasy Movie League is Media Monday show, and the password to join it is Gino, capital G, lowercase E-N-O. And hop on in, because this is the end of this fall season, and... Starting Monday will actually be the beginning of an entire new season, so we'll start off fresh. We'll all have zero dollars. Yeah. Overall. Yeah, new overall. It's like the 90s. Everybody's got a new pair of overalls. That's right. I remember having, like, my my Oshkosh-Bagosh overalls. In the 90s. Like two? Yeah, maybe. I think I was like first grade. Yeah, I've not wore bibs just because I'm a bigger guy and it makes me look a little too country. Yeah. I, yeah, I could see that. So, um, anyway, Fantasy Movie League. Join us in Fantasy Movie League for the next season. Uh, we should put a post on the Facebook and see yeah, if we can get other people to play. Yeah, definitely. All right. Um, should we move on to the news? Yeah. Let's go ahead and get into the news. Um, this isn't really news or anything, but uh, Elizabeth Banks, because Charlie's Angels flopped really badly she was saying that it's an example that men just won't go see movies where empowered women are the main focus okay and i just i i don't necessarily disagree with that statement but i think that her saying that you know charlie's angels is the thing that you know confirms that i mean it had Kristen stewart wasn't the I, best cast and that's one of the best casts. I mean, Elizabeth Banks, yes, she was she was in it. It had at least a cameo of Patrick Stewart and a few other people and everything. But it did not look like a good movie at all from the trailer. No. It was talking about fashion and how awesome it is to have two closets and things like that. And the thing is, is that, you know, Maleficent, had, it, it did pretty well this year. Uh, let's see, I pulled up information. Becca went was to see that the other day. Maleficent. Well, she was discluding like um, Marvel properties because otherwise, you know, Captain Marvel is the number four movie of the year. Bringing in, you know, well over $420 million mm -hmm. domestically. Um, but in other instances, um, Frozen 2... It's it's making some money. It's got it's right now at number twelve. Uh, let us see. For the year or for for twenty yeah twenty nineteen. Okay. Uh, other movies that came out the same year as it. Um, let's see. Maleficent, Mistress of Evil is twenty second at over a hundred nine million. 
Hustlers, it did pretty well. It made over a hundred million. Nice. Um, let's see. Uh, Alita, Battle Angel, eighty-five million. Uh, twenty-nine in the ranking for the year. Uh, let's see. Uh, Men in Black International, which you know it, it star starred. I can't remember her name, but she plays Valkyrie in the right. MCU. But you know she's a very strong woman. It didn't do great box office wise, but it made over eighty million dollars, bringing it thirty second place. Um, let's see, Medea, a family funeral. <laughs> I don't think that actually counts. No, I don't think it Mary does Poppins. either. Mary Poppins made sixty six million. Dark Phoenix, which was panned awfully, it brought in sixty five million. Right. Uh, Dora the Explorer and the Lost City of Gold, it brought in sixty million. Terminator Dark Fate, $59 million. There are a lot of movies that have strong female characters. It's it's. I mean, it's a fair amount. This year. Um, let's see. Let's see if I can actually get to Charlie's Angels. Is it even on this list? <laughs> it might not, it's not in the top 100. Uh, you said Frozen 2 is on there, right? So it's not that the list isn't updated. No, yeah, it's 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 updated enough. Uh, Anna uh, was a movie that came out a while ago. Oh, it yeah. made seven million. <laughs> I thought Charlie's Angels did like eight. I'm just not seeing it here. Hold on. Control F. Yeah, that's that's what I'm doing. <laughs> Oh, Charlie's Angels. Uh, it made fourteen million. Okay, so it did better than Anna. It's 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 at one hundred and eight as the ranking for this year so far. Okay, so I think that there's at least a few other examples of strong female-led roles, and I can say that you know, in general, a lot of men do not go see movies if they're not Marvel movies or fit within a certain thing. But Charlie's Angels just was not. It was not a good movie. Like, quite frankly, I saw the most recent reboot of it, or the not most recent reboot, but, you know, it had Drew Barrymore. It had uh, Lucy Liu. It had uh, oh, yeah. Cameron Diaz. It had Bill Murray, you know? It, it had quite the little bang-up cast. Sam Rockwell, he was in the first one. He wasn't as big then. He wasn't, but it still had Sam Rockwell. Okay. And, you know, it just had a bigger cast. And quite frankly, I don't know anybody, any of the other angels other than uh, Kristen Stewart. And the thing is, I don't think Kristen Stewart's a bad actress at all. Right. I think that she's actually a pretty decent actress. Um, she does, you know, have the whole Twilight stink about her, but it's not nearly as bad. I just, I just think that Charlie's Angels was marketed towards a certain group of people, and those people don't usually go out to see movies in the opening week. Yeah. Um, but we can move on from this. Okay. Um, apparently, if you have auto trailers on your Disney Plus, you can turn them off, unlike with Netflix. So that's Disney cool. Wow, you'd have a certain amount of autonomy. Um, and they've implemented this last week. They've imp implemented the continue watching feature. Yeah, that's handy. Yeah, and weird and that they took it away because it was originally in there and then it went away. 
I think I think it was glitching, and they yeah, found probably. out that they could remove that, and it could be at least something that would run. Uh, but my girls are definitely appreciating it. I'm appreciating it because I don't have to go back and watch, you know, or cycle through to find out which Mandalorian I'm actually on. It's like, am I one episode behind or two episodes behind? Right. Um, let's see. Um, in nerd news, Vox Machina has been picked up by Amazon Prime, and I don't know if you're aware of this. Um, but it is the Kickstarter that uh, Critical Role did for their D&D thing, their animated series. Okay. Um, and they added an additional two episodes to the first season, making it 12 episodes in total, but also picked it up for a second season in total. So two 12-episode seasons have okay. already been paid for. So what, what is this like? Okay, Critical Role is... You can go on YouTube I, yeah. right now. I know what Critical Role is. And so what they did was they wanted to have an animated series which takes place within the events of their first campaign. Okay, so it's it's animated like... Is it like... Like Harmon Quest? It's... No. I, I think that it's just straight up voice acted and it's based upon their scripts and maybe even some dice rolling. Okay, so it's not like they're animating as they're playing... I don't think so. I don't necessarily know. Is this uh, out also, somewhere? What's that? This is not out yet, right? It's not. No, they, they just had a Kickstarter where they funded it, and it's actually the highest funded Kickstarter in the history of Kickstarter. Uh, it it quickly, like day one, hit its, its goal, and they added a bunch of stretch goals onto it. Because uh, they originally were going to do just, I think, like four or six episodes. And okay. they bumped that up to 10, and then when Amazon picked it up, they wanted to add an extra two to make it 12 in total. And so they're all real happy about that. So if you like D&D or if you like fantasy, this is definitely going to be up your alley. And it'll come out, I think, in... I think it's 2020 or 2021. Okay. Is when it's listed for. But apparently, if you invested in the Kickstarter, if you're a backer, you will be able to see the series before anybody else, including the Amazon... Prime people. That's cool. Yeah. And you'll be able to see it for free. I'll be able to pirate it for free. Right. Yeah, exactly. Probably. <laughs> uh, but I enjoy Critical Role. I enjoy it a lot. I'm I'm a big D&D nerd. Yeah. It's, it's really, really well done. The voice actor's in it. Matt Mercer, who is a phenomenal voice actor, but he is the, he is the DM. And he is able to just dive into so many different characters. It's It's just amazing. And it's really funny, and it's really entertaining, and you actually invest in these characters. And So I'm a little upset that it's not going to take place within Campaign 2, like an alternate offshoot of that, because I actually know those characters better. Okay. But they've got a huge, huge following. But it's, you know, good for them. They've, they've literally created an entire empire just off of the fact of they like to play D&D. Yeah. It's, it's, it's cool. Yeah. Um, oh, so, uh, I want to buy it, but I don't have anybody to play it with. There's, uh, D&D versus Rick and Morty. It's like a starter set kind of thing where you come, comes with like pre-generated characters and like a rule book and like, um, like a, a campaign. Yeah. They actually advertised this on Critical Role like a week or two ago. Did they? Yeah. Yeah, like I saw this at the the board game store, and 
I was like, I, I want to buy this, but I, I don't I don't think I'd ever get to play it. Well, I've got uh, I've got tabletop simulator and stuff. We could we could figure, <laughs> we figure something out. We could make this happen. We could we could do it via uh, Discord or okay. something along those lines. So if you're interested in being involved in a in a D and D game with the Media Monday Show people, I will be playing. You know, not Gino. Right. I'll be playing and, not Rick. That's right, <laughs> uh, Morty. I, I I think I think you need to just shut the fuck up. Right. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, so if you're interested in that, shoot us an email at uh, MediaMondayShow@gmail.com. Yeah, let us know, and we will we will make that happen. Uh, let's see here. It looks like you got a lot more Disney Plus news. I've got a couple of things. So uh, Frozen 2 is set to release on Disney Plus in June. Okay. Uh, they, they have come out and said that they, anytime they have a theatrical release, they're going to allow the physical copy to be out for about four months. Okay, that makes sense. Like that's so, that's the standard. Like you've got ninety days in theaters, and then um, it's like another ninety days or something like that of, of yeah, like buy and rental, and then and then it's on streaming services. Yeah, so it's it's going to be set for that, but still, you know, that's that's kind of impressive. They're going to be able to do that. Okay. Um, in other news, there's been a lot of buzz around The Simpsons having their final season, and the producers have come out and said that, no, they're planning on ending the series. Uh, they, they've got two more seasons left in them, uh, but it's it's currently set to end in 2021. Unless, of course, you know, they offer them more money, and then, of course, everybody's going to take them up on that. Right. Um, and other news that will actually not involve or affect probably any of our listeners out there. Yeah. Definitely us. But the X-Men movies are part of the Fox buyouts. And a lot of people were wondering why they weren't available on plus. And apparently they will be, but it's going to be in places like Australia. They're going to try things out in other markets. Yeah. And so here soon within the next three or four months, I think uh, you'll be able to watch the entire X-Men series, excluding the Deadpool movies and Logan because they're rated R. And Disney hasn't figured out how to do anything rated R yet. Okay. I may have to uh, travel to Australia. Yeah. Virtually. But, but yeah, I don't want to ever go to Australia because everything there wants to kill you. Yes. I so mean, you do it a pie through the poison. safety of a VPN. Yes. <laughs> but it's... Uh, it's So the yeah, spiders Australia. don't get you. They'll find a way, man. They, it's called the World Wide Web there for a reason. <laughs> They'll get you. Uh, but that's all I've got in the news. Do you have anything else you wanted to add? Um, No, I didn't really see much. I, I haven't really been paying attention the next last couple weeks. So, Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, so let's move on to the new releases. Yeah. New, 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 new releases. <laughs> Okay, so uh, Netflix has a uh, Tiffany Haddish uh, comedy special called Black Mitzvah. Okay. Um, let see here. They've got a series called V Wars, which is uh, it's a like a, a vampire show. Uh, In space? No. 
Um, that'd be cool, though. It's vampirism is a disease in this, and okay. it's like spreading like like a virus. Okay, as when opposed people to, get bit, as opposed to Z wars. Yes, it's okay. V wars. Yep. Okay. And then, like, they end up fighting each other, like the vampire people and the normal people, and I don't hey, know. Hey. It's like a ten episode series, and we'll see. It's not normal people. It's anemically challenged. Anemically challenged. Anemically challenged. All right. The uninfected. Uninfected. <laughs> there you go. All right. There's a um, series of uh, like comedic short, like uh, improv sketch comedy kind of things uh, okay. from uh, the Astronomy Club. That's the name of the show is Astronomy Club. It's named after the troupe. Um, so there's a reality makeup competition called Glow Up. Okay, and is this like glamour makeup, or is this makeup as in like Face Off was for sci-fi, where it's like like Hollywood makeup? Uh, yeah, I think it's Hollywood makeup. Like like full face stuff, where they turn like a person into a cow. Uh, I don't think it's like that. It looked like just like. Like normal makeup, I guess. See here. Aspiring makeup artists navigate colorful challenges to win a career making opportunity in the beauty industry. So uh it's not like like that kind of makeup, but they have like full face kinda face painting kind of stuff shown in the but it's not like face off was. Um, so I think it's just like normal makeup. Okay. Glam makeup. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's a Christmas special for spirit, uh, spirit writing free the spirit of Christmas. Okay. That's cool. My kids would like that. They love the spirit series. Yeah. That's why I mentioned it in here. Yeah. And, uh, there's a Jack Whitehall, uh, comedy special Christmas with my father. Okay. Um, and yeah, so that's Netflix there. Um, Amazon doesn't have any new stuff over the next couple of weeks, but uh, they have um, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel or whatever. Okay, Ms. Maisel is back for another season. Okay, that's and, one of the. I've not seen any of that, but I've heard it's it's won a lot of awards. Yeah, it has. Um, And then uh, The Expanse is returning on Prime. Uh, So there was three seasons on Sci-Fi, and then Sci-Fi canceled them, and then Amazon picked it up, and this is the first Amazon season. Okay. And I'm I'm interested to see. I wish, like, I'd watched, like, a couple episodes of it. I wish I'd watched more. Um, And I'm interested to see what their budget does. Yeah, going from sci-fi yeah. to Amazon and how that affects things. It's got to help. Yeah, probably. Now, were they able to retain all of the cast and everything, or is that not known? I believe so. Okay, cool. <coughs> I watched, I think, the first episode of it, and I just didn't really get into it. But I understand it's like a big universe. Yeah, there's like nine books or something like that. Yeah. You can say that it's expensive, and it's... Yeah. 
information there. But, um... Yeah. Uh, Hulu has another Into the Dark uh, episode. A Nasty Piece of Work is what it's called. And it's it's a Christmas Into the Horror show. Okay. So, you know, the Into the Dark stuff. Like, they do the the holiday... Yeah, they do it all the holidays. Like I, like I've said this before, I don't particularly like this, but if I did, if I was into this, I think that this would be a really awesome idea. Yeah. Um, there's a show called Reprisal, which is about a woman who was left for dead by her brother, and then she like um is getting revenge against her brother and like his crew of people. Okay. That's kind of like uh, the non-rapey version of I Spit on Your Grave. Uh, I'm not familiar with that, but maybe. It's it's just an older series where it's just girl goes through horrible, horrible thing and gets revenge on the awful people who did it to her. Oh, so um, what was the the one movie? Kill Bill. What Kill Bill? Yeah, that's that's. It's more of like an action kind of a thing, but yeah, yeah, basically. Okay. Um, Apple TV has a new show, uh, Truth Be Told, and I don't know if this is real true crime or not. Okay. It's an adaptation of a true crime novel, so I assume it's true crime. I guess, like true crime novel strikes me as something that'd be fictitious, but I don't know. Are true crime no- aren't true crime novels just novels based on actual crime? Possibly, like other perspectives of them and stuff like that. Uh, so uh, it's it's got Reese Witherspoon producing, and one of the consultants is uh Sarah Koenig from Serial. Okay, yeah. Um. But the the show has uh, Octavia Spencer playing the host of a popular true crime podcast, which investigates the murder of a father of twin daughters, uh, which is uh, Lizzie Kaplan playing both daughters. Okay. And um, and it says, and the man who may have been wrongfully convicted of the crime, played by Aaron Paul. Um, let's see here. There's a uh, Mackay Pfeiffer in this and a few other people. Yeah, it's got a pretty big cast. Yeah, it does. Uh, ten episodes. Uh, I think at least it releases week over week. But uh, okay. the first episode comes out on the sixth. Yeah, it's it's not something that still strikes me as like, oh, I need Apple TV. Right. But you know. I guess if I had bought an Apple product this year or something, then I'd just have it already, so. Right. Um, let's see here. Traditional TV is a lot of Christmassy stuff. Um, there's a How to Train Your Dragon Homecoming Christmas special. Okay. On NBC. Um... For the next two weeks, uh, interestingly, there's Ellen's Greatest Night of Games. That's like three days of the week, uh, at like eight o'clock, and then at like ten o'clock, there's the Making It show. Remember that show? Yeah, with uh, 
uh, Nick Offerman and Amy Poehler. Yeah. Um, yeah. I watched the first episode of that and never came back to it. I watched, I think I watched the whole thing. It was pretty good. Okay. Uh, but they're doing like a holiday edition and they're running it like nightly, like Monday through Thursday and then the next week, Monday through Wednesday. Okay. So, yeah. Like, it's like bingeable only normal TV. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're obviously wanting people to watch them more on streaming and they're just kind of getting them out there. Yeah, and then there's, uh, let's see here. The Moody's uh, is a Fox show. Um, let's see here. It's a six-episode adaptation of Australian comedy miniseries uh, that was titled A Moody Christmas. Follows the holiday gathering of a dysfunctional Chicago family starring Dennis Leary and Elizabeth Perkins. Okay. Also features uh, Jay Barshell. Baruchel? You know what okay, I'm talking yeah. about? I can't pronounce his name, apparently. Yeah. He's he's the guy from um, oh those Judd Apatow stuff right? Um, yes. Like he also works with Seth Rogen a lot. He's he's uh, Hiccup from yeah he is. How did he? Yeah 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 yeah. Well, that's interesting. I I used to like Dennis Leary a lot. I used to watch Rescue Me, but so I'm glad that he still got his career going and everything. So it's six episodes, and it's on on Wednesday the fourth for two episodes, and then the remaining four episodes air two episodes a night on Monday and Tuesday. Okay, like well, they're just... like they're really testing the waters with their stuff nowadays. Yeah, this is interesting that they're doing all this like they're shoving all these like shows into like full-length shows into into the holidays yeah but that's that's cool i i guess it it gets them to create shows and then push them out real fast yeah exactly and you don't have to like run them for an entire season you just yeah uh let's see here there's some um, uh, Marvel's Runaways is coming back on the 13th on Hulu. Okay. Uh, Becca's interested in that. I'll probably watch it along with her. Uh, it has a crossover with uh, Cloak and Dagger, which was canceled. Yeah. And uh, they're canceled after this season. So I'm interested to see if it wraps things up. I'm sure they're going to do their best. Yeah, um, it's, it's, it's one of those things that... Disney wanted all their properties back, and so they kind of. But Runaways is on Hulu, which is owned by Disney. It, it's yeah, it's owned by Disney, but they have their own platform now. They're not going to be putting things up on that as much. I guess, I guess that's true. Um, let's see here. That's kind of it for new TV releases. There's some streaming movies. Uh, there's a Christmas Prince 3, The Royal Baby. Okay. Which I've, is, I've not seen the first two, but I'm sure they're excellent. They're, uh, yeah, they're kind of Hallmark movie style rom-coms, um, that are on Netflix. Um, it has, uh, the girl from iZombie. Okay. 
Okay. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. It's it's an interesting little It's it's kind of like the the what you call it? The What's that movie with Anne Hathaway? Uh The Princess Diaries? Yeah, I think so. Where Yeah. That's that's the way it sounds like. Yeah. So there's that and then there's Six Underground which is a Ryan Reynolds starring Michael Bay movie. Oh yeah. On I Netflix. Where he's trying to hawk that. But um But yeah, so uh that looked very actionful. I had a little trouble trying to figure out the plot of the trailer from the trailer. <laughs> I, I I think you said it right there. It's Ryan Reynolds in a Michael Bay film. Yes. That's it. There were enough explosions and I was like, okay, I'm done with this trailer. I felt satisfied. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's the streaming movies over the next couple weeks. Um, let's look at some theater movies. Okay. Uh, on the 6th, we've got uh, The Aeronauts. Yeah, which is Eddie Redmayne and Oh, what was the other person's name? Um, Felicity Jones. That's it. Yeah. And so, yeah, they're they're people who basically are going up in a balloon to do science. Okay. It's based upon it's based upon a true story, I think. Yes, I believe so. Biographical adventure film. Yeah, it seems it seems interesting. It seems well done. Um. It's, it's probably one of those things where it's like, I can't believe people actually did this kind of a thing. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't I don't think it's going to do great in the box office. Yeah, is this a, like an Oscar grab kind of? I think film? so. I think it has to be. It's It's got to be Eddie Redmayne or Felicity Jones trying to get something. Oh, wow. The budget's for $80 million. Yeah. I don't think it's going to make $80 million. I don't think it is either. I don't think it's possible for it to. Especially seeing how next week, bigger stuff comes out. Right. Uh, and they're up against Playmobil. They, they are. I mean, this is really a throwaway week, it seems. <laughs> I think Playmobil's going to do well. I think there's going to be enough people, because it's, it's the Walmart version of the Lego, the Lego movie. game. Yeah, Lego movie, yeah. And uh, I I thought it was another Lego movie, and then it got to the end of the trailer. And it was all like Playmobil. And I was like, oh, yeah, interesting. No, they they wish they were a Lego movie. But uh, it, it but looks it, kind of fun. I, I saw the trailer when I went to see Frozen Two, and my kids yeah. were laughing at the trailer. So it's it's obviously a movie that they would like to see. Yeah. Uh, it's I here. Taking them to it, but you know, right. Uh, on the 13th, then, we've got J- Jumanji, The Next Level. Yeah. Which, which, it seems like this has come out really quick compared to the last one. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I, I, I understand it made a lot more money than what they were expecting. And they were like, we need to cash in on this again now. Yeah, let's get all these people when we get these actors on contract. But yeah, it's uh, it's the Rock, it's Jack Black, it's Kevin Hart, it's uh, oh what what's her name, Karen Gillan? Yeah. 
Gillian. Um, and also they've added Danny DeVito and uh, oh, the guy who's too old for this shit. Danny Glover? Danny Glover, yeah, that's it. Okay. <laughs> but it's basically, you know, people in Jumanji playing those people, so it's not... Oh, yeah. Like they're at the very beginning of the movie, I think. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's... So it's it's kind of it's kind of funny them being in that like this. Okay. So it's it's going to be like the Rock playing Danny DeVito or yes, and I think uh, it's going to have Kevin Hart playing um, uh, Danny Glover. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I I'll probably go see that movie actually. We, we so, got to yeah. see a couple movies a month to to make it in that. Oh, yeah. I, I definitely will end up seeing this. My, my dad friend, he eats these kind of things up. <laughs> All right. So we've got uh, Black Christmas. Yeah, which is a remake. Is it? I mean, there's been a lot of other Black Christmases. Like from the 70s and 80s. Um... Yeah, there was one from 74. Um, But yeah, I guess it's a remake. I don't know if it's necessarily a remake or if they're just using the same name. Yeah, maybe. Which is possible. But it's it's a horror film that takes place during Christmas. And I'll probably pass on this one. Yeah, we don't really do horror films. Yeah, a horror movie really has to catch me. Like it's it's got to strike me. It's got a re- really good hook, and just awful things happening at Christmas. I mean, I could just spend time with my family, and that would happen. But it's got uh, Imogen Poots and uh, the Dread Pirate Roberts. It does. Yeah, it's got a it's got a pretty good cast. <laughs> those things. Um. But yeah. I just Imogen Poots is like the best name ever. It is. It's a fantastic name. It's, it it takes a very refined person to be able to say it without a snicker. Yes. Um, but also coming out is Richard Jewell, which is a Clint Eastwood film with a huge cast. I mean, it's got uh, oh, it's got John Hamm, it's got Sam Rockwell, it's got um, Kathy Bates. I think she's in it. She, I haven't seen her yeah. anything in a while. Yeah, I think she plays, uh, like Patty Jewel or something like that. It's it's his mother, but it's based upon a real event where a guy finds a bomb and like rescues people. Kathy but, Bates, yeah, Olivia Wilde. But the media and the police, they they totally have it out for the guy because they think that he did it. And it's one of those whole like. Where the court of public opinions just tears this guy a new one. So what? What is the? I'm sorry, you may have mentioned this, but oh, this is the the bombing during the Atlanta Olympics. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I kind of remember all that. Yeah, yeah, and it's one of those things where the 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 media and everything just ate this guy alive. And it was him against the world kind of a thing. 
but yeah, it's based upon real events and everything. So, I mean, we can talk spoilers, <laughs> but you know, I just I, I'll probably end up seeing this one. Okay, I'll probably end up watching it like with my father-in-law. That's the kind of thing he'd watch. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but also coming out is Uncut Gems, which is the Adam Sandler film that he didn't want to do for Netflix. Okay. As soon as his contract was up, he started working on this. And so a lot of people were like, oh, this is the one that was actually good. And he didn't <laughs> want to waste, you know. Uh, but it's about this guy who uh, sells or does something. He sells diamonds and stuff. But he also works with the mob, I think. Uh, but anyway, it looks like a decent film. It's not like a comedy film. It's not a typical Adam Sandler thing. It's Adam Sandler trying to get an Oscar. Okay. I I would like to see that. Adam Sandler get an Oscar? Yes. Yeah? You and Adam Sandler. <laughs> Adam Sandler, actually, I think that he's a decent actor. It's just that his entire thing has been so steeped in his comedic performances that it's hard to take him serious. Yeah. Did you see the the murder mystery one that he did with uh, Jennifer Aniston? Uh, I don't think I did. That one was actually kind of decent. Um, was that, that was the Netflix one. Yeah. Um, but it was still a comedy. Yeah. And this one is very much not comedy at all. Like I think it's got some comedic moments, sure. But it's just ways to cut the tension. Yeah. Um, is there anything else coming out in theaters? Um, talk about. No, that's pretty much it. Okay. The next next uh, next podcast where it's going to be all Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, we'll just talk about Disney more. Yep. Okay. Uh, so I guess we should move into what we're watching. Yeah, I've been watching a fair amount. Yeah, it looks like you've watched more movies than you have TV. Yeah, I've watched, I think, one or two other things that's not listed here, but yeah, I've I've watched a fair amount of movies. Okay. I Um, have not. (laughs) Well, let's talk about, uh, are you current on The Mandalorian? Uh, I have not watched yesterday's episode yet. Okay, so you didn't catch episode four, which I think is the first one to actually suffer from the 30-minute time limit. Okay. I All the other episodes, I feel as though it's very nicely contained within 30 minutes. This one, I felt as though there was some stuff that was rushed and left. Okay. And so it's it's got the worst pacing, I think, so far of the four episodes. But I mean, I still am enjoying it. So, I The Mandalorian has a weird release schedule. Um, like, it's going week over week now. But, of course, it started, like, came out on Tuesday, and then the next episode came out on Friday. Uh-huh. Um, I, I think it's going to be every Friday after this. No. There's one on Wednesday the 18th. Okay. Episode 7. All right. But then there's not one on Friday the 20th. 
The next one's on. The last one is on on my birthday on the twenty seventh. Hmm. I wonder if he's going to show up in. Uh, oh. In last. It, uh, episode seven would be right before the release of. Yeah. Oh. Right before uh, Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. And so I bet you he appears, or at least is mentioned in. Or Rise Baby Yoda. Or Baby Yoda, one of the one or the other, and then so the following week will actually be events after the events of the movie. Maybe that could be interesting. Yeah, so I bet you that's exactly what that is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for this now. I gotta watch more of that. Yeah. Um. Honestly, I have not been really excited for it in the first place. Yeah, the um, the Last Jedi, I didn't think was the best of them. I, I enjoyed the Force Awakens. Oh, I meant for the Mandalorian. Oh, really? I I've not I've watched it, but I've not like I want it to be Star Warsy, and it's 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 dirty like bounty yeah, hunter Star Warsy. So it's, it's different. Lack of Jedi, right? And it doesn't have like the Star Wars John Williams theme, and it doesn't have. Yeah, it doesn't. It's its own thing. Uh, I want it to be a little perkier than it is, I guess, and and so I've, I don't know, I yeah, haven't, fair. I have not gotten real excited about it. Like everybody I talk, I've, I've, I listen to podcasts, and I, I have people on Facebook that are all like, I love the Mandalorian, and I'm all like, it's okay. I enjoyed the first two episodes a lot, and the third episode was okay. And so far, the fourth episode... So I'm getting diminishing returns with each okay. episode. Uh, but I do enjoy the character. I enjoy the whole aesthetic of it. Um, I don't necessarily love Baby Yoda. Okay. But he, he is cute, and he sets up like... He's, he's a good... He's a good he, meme? There's one moment in this episode... That it's he's supposed to be the comic relief. Okay. And it's it's cute and it made me actually laugh out loud and everything. So he's obviously doing his job. Okay. But yeah, it's just it's just one of those things. Um, let's see. Are you current on Rick and Morty? Yes. Uh, when this podcast releases, there will be another episode that we won't be able to talk about. Right. Uh, but the last episode was the heist one, right? Yes. I love this episode. This is seriously like my favorite episode. Of all the Rick and Morty episodes? Yes. Like, it's, it's not there's there's the, the overarching story episodes, and those are good. This is just yeah. a one-off, and I, I, I love that. Oh, yeah. this is This is definitely a good one-off. It's the exact opposite of like a bottle episode, though, where they just keep adding more and more cast yes. <laughs> and more and more locations. But it's essentially a bottle episode. I uh, I love Elon Tusk. Yes, which was played by Elon Musk. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was definitely funny. It's I I just I don't know. I enjoyed. I guess I enjoyed the the deeper episodes more. And I enjoyed the poopy episode. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed, of course, the the series, uh, the season premiere. Right. I enjoyed both of those episodes a lot. 
Um, but this one was definitely good. So far this season, it's had a lot of good episodes. Yeah, I, I'm enjoying it more than I thought I was going to. Because remember, I was done with Rick and Morty. <laughs> yes, exactly. Now I'm less oh, done. You big liar, Tito. Um, I'm also. I think I'm current on South Park. Uh, uh yeah. Did, did you did you watch the board game one? I did. I did. I I don't know if I enjoyed it probably as much as you did, but it was good. Right. Like, like sure it was speaking my language. Do what? I bet you recognized all the titles. Like you yeah, the majority them. of them, yes. Like, there were even some of them that I was like, I'm aware that exists, but don't know anything about it. Like, okay, yeah. Um, but I thought I thought that episode was all right. I enjoy Strong Woman as a character. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I caught up and watched all of the, the other ones as well. Okay, yeah. And so there was one little bit where it's like, it pays off the whole Mexican Joker thing. Mm-hmm. And so it's just one of those things with the whites. Yes. And so I was like, I kind of have to watch enough of it to get to that point, but you don't have to. So I keep thinking about, there's the, 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 the scene where they're like the, the, um, the the kid that ends up being Mexican Joker, and yes. they're they're all like, we need to get him something to the teach him responsibility or whatever, and so they get him another kid. Yeah, they, they get him a pet essentially. Yes, but like another Mexican kid. Yes, or Hispanic kid at least. And uh, this makes me think because we're we're getting another dog, and yeah. and I was like, we're getting a we're getting a dog for Gizmo is what we're doing. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> no, I I don't know. Yeah, like it's like maybe this dog will end up being well, Gizmo will get responsibility by <laughs> by learning I, to I take care of something. I, I don't think that's the way it all works. Ever. No. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'll I learn think, some responsibility. I think anytime having a living creature take care of another living creature, the only lesson you can learn is sometimes things die. Oh. <laughs> Oh yeah, uh, that's South Park. <laughs> yeah, like I've I've actually enjoyed the season a fair amount, and it really seems to be the season where they've given the less the least amount of shits. Yeah, despite having episodes literally about shits. Yes, the spice melange. Okay, uh, let's see here. Looks like the rest we're talking about is anime. Yeah. So if you no, no, to... wait. I watched an episode of Dollface. Okay, how was that? Uh, it was uh... pretty good, actually. I wanted to watch more. I just haven't gotten back to it. That's Cat Dennings. Yep. Okay. Um, kind of living in her own little world. Uh, so there's not as much of that as I as the trailer led me to believe there was. Um, it's it's her uh trying to. Uh, repair relationship with her old friends and and move on from her relationship. Okay. Um, but it's pretty good. And it's cool. it's it's pretty funny. It's pretty. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. Yeah, we're watching. We're we're finishing Crazy Ex Girlfriend right now, and so that's something that seems very. It hits a lot of the same vibes. Mm-hmm. So 
I, I might be able to talk Sarah into start watching that. Okay. Um, um now anime. Yeah, I, I've been <laughs> watching the time I got reincarnated as a slime. Mm-hmm. I watched a few more episodes of that. I'm just it's 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 always like power increase without any kind of stakes. Like you know for a fact that it's never going to be something that they're not going to be able to overcome, but it's not doing it as well as like One Punch Man. Okay. You know, it's like all these increasingly stronger and stronger and stronger beings. And every single time this little slime just takes them on like it's nothing. Like it's it's literally like the last two seconds of the episode and it's like, okay, and we're done. <laughs> And I don't know. I, I want it to be pushing against a lot of the tropes, and it's really just falling into tropes. So I don't know. I don't know if I'm actually going to continue watching it. Okay. Uh, one of the ones that I actually will continue is Assassination Classroom. Mm-hmm. And it's genuinely funny. There's a few fan service moments, but it's it's in general it's it's funny, and it's there's parts of it that are a little endearing and. I don't know. I've I've enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. Cool. And the concept of that is basically these students, they have to kill their teacher by the end of the year. And he's going to teach them to become better killers so that they can do it. But it's like, you know, if you don't, I'm going to destroy the earth. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's good. Uh, what anime have you been watching? Uh, so we finished watching, uh, Rising of the Shield Hero. Okay, is that good? Uh, it's real good. Yeah. Um, you should watch it. Alright, I'll probably check it out. Um, let's see here. We are current with, uh, Dr. Stone, uh, which didn't have a new episode this week for some reason. Okay. Uh, like there are three more episodes that are in Japanese that are out there. Uh, but the the English simul dub on Funimation isn't there, so yeah. usually they're a few episodes behind on this one. Um, but I, there wasn't a new episode yesterday, so I don't know. Um, and then I'm current. I watched uh, today's episode of My Hero Academia. Yeah, I think I'm two or three episodes behind on that one. Yeah, it's uh. The last couple episodes have been all build up and then they get to the end and it's all like nothing happened this episode. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, don't be, you should watch it, but you don't, you don't be, don't be real excited about it. Don't expect much out of it. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. And then uh, we watched the third season of uh, Dragon Prince. Okay. And it's good. You watch the whole season? Yep. It's only like okay. eight or nine episodes. Yeah. Okay, good. And they're yeah. all 30 minutes, so... I mean, the first two seasons were good. I enjoyed both. Yeah, you, sh- you should definitely watch the third season. Yeah. I- there's I supposed to be that. like seven of them total, so... Yeah. Um, well, yeah, it, it very... It, like, there's so many parts that just remind me straight from uh, Avatar, The Last Airbender. Yes. I mean, it's the same creators and... A lot of the same voice actors. I think so. I mean, the, the guy that plays the mage dude, he's got guy played Soka. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Take my word, Gina. Okay. Take my word. Guess I will. 
You will. <laughs> All right. Uh, as for movies, I watched a lot of movies. Do we want to just talk about the one we mutually seen? Uh, why don't you hit the highlights of the movies you've seen, and then we'll talk about the one that we've mutually seen. Okay, last. sure. Uh, I watched the greater majority of The Descendants, which mm-hmm. is, I watched it on Disney+. Plus. Uh, my girls are really into it. Um, I think I've seen, like, part of that as well. Yeah, it's it's an interesting concept. It's It's in a universe where all of the Disney princes and princesses actually exist, and they've locked away all the villains. And so when this kid comes to power, he's like, it's not the kid's fault that their parents were evil. We need to reincorporate all these villain children into our society. And it's kind of, you know, it's interesting. It's an interesting take. Yeah. Like, it focuses on Maleficent's daughter, Mal, uh, Jafar's son, Jay, uh, Evil Queen's daughter, Evie, (laughs) and let's see, what's her name? Uh, Cruella DeVille, her son... Carlos? I think that's his name. Okay. Yeah. And it's it's pretty well done. It's uh it's it's fun. I don't think I've actually seen the first one. I think I've seen like part of the second one and maybe uh, part of the third one. Yeah, the third one just came out. Yeah, there's three of them that have come out. Uh only two of them are available on Plus right now though. Much to my daughter's chagrin. She's really upset that we haven't seen the third one. Okay. Uh, but it, it seems cute enough. Um, I saw Ford and Ferrari uh, last week or the week before in theaters, and it was good. I, I was I was thoroughly entertained, and it's 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 a true story about Carol Shelby and them trying to win Le Mans against uh, Ferrari. So it, it was it was a really well done movie. I'm not a big car fan. Yeah. But it was it was well done enough, where I I enjoyed it. I think it's very much you know, go America the entire focus of it. But right, it, you know it is what it is. Uh, but it's yeah, Christian Bale and uh, Matt Damon, and they're really good. They both really did a really good job with their depictions. Uh, let's see. I watched both Captain America and The Avengers over the past couple days. Okay. And I, I'm enjoying them. I, I'm enjoying them. So you're going really... through them? You're starting through them again? Like, yeah, what yeah. You're doing? We're working our way all through. And so next up will be Iron Man 3. And yeah. Now who's... We're... Is it just you and Sarah again? Or are you watching this with the kids? Or No, it's just me and Sarah. Okay. Yeah, there's there's some things in there that I just I still don't think is quite appropriate enough. Right, to I agree. Um, I mean, not that my opinion matters at all in that, but yeah, but like but, yeah, I could see that. I guess is what I'm saying. I don't really judge people who are all like, oh yeah, I've let my kids. They've seen all of the Marvel, the MCU stuff, and I don't necessarily judge in the sense of like, oh, I can't believe you took your kids to see that. Like, you know, it's not like taking them to see an R-rated horror film or something like that. I will judge you there. Right. But when it comes to MCU stuff, you know, it's just, there's a lot of concepts and scenarios there that I I think younger kids, they just, they can't actually digest. And so that's, that's kind of why I don't watch them with my kids. Like we just, we watched the very first, uh, 
me and my oldest daughter, we watched the very first Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire. Oh, yeah, that's right. She said that. Yeah. And so she really enjoyed that and everything. And it, it was a special thing just for me and her. We didn't involve her little sister. And so she's seven years old. and She wasn't too upset. Like, there's the whole goblin death thing at the very end of it. Sorry, spoiler talk for, you know, 20 years <laughs> Um, But, yeah, I was, I was kind of worried that she would be real upset or nervous about that. And she was just fine. So I'm, I'm easing her in there. Gotcha. She's got to appreciate, like, uh, she's got to appreciate the growing pains of, like, superhero films before I can go ahead and let her get into it you know, Spider-Verse or something like that, where right. it's like, this is the best of the best. Um, but yeah, just watching Captain America and just now knowing what I know, it's it's kind of interesting. There's okay. been little nods and little things that I've caught. And watching the Avengers, I just couldn't help myself, but I was just looking at America's ass. <laughs> but it's it's all good. It's it's kind of cool watching them as they develop their characters. Oh, and like the whole at the end of Avengers, uh, like one of the villains, they say to go up against them would be to court death. And then the Thanos character turns and smiles, and it's like, oh, at that point they actually didn't know what they were going to do with Thanos. They actually were going to have you know him have a crush on death, as opposed to oh, he's just trying to save the universe by population control. And so it's it's just kind of interesting to see like they didn't even know what they were doing. Um, but yeah, so let's go ahead and talk about the other thing. All right, Frozen Two. Yeah, so I went and saw that uh, Thanksgiving evening. I saw it opening weekend. Yeah, you took your whole family. Yeah, we all went. Uh, a little girl up the street, she had her birthday party, and she invited both Zizi and Violet to her birthday, and so us parents tagged along, too. That's cool. Yeah. And so it was, it was fun seeing it with all of them. I saw it in literally probably the worst seat ever. It's like the farthest up and the farthest to the left possible. <laughs> so it was a crappy seat, but still, like just watching Was it like Violet, the theater full? Oh, the theater was chock full, yeah. Okay. Like, just tons of kids. There were so many Elsas at my screening. There was, like, at least... <laughs> and so, like, all the kids laughed and everything. I, I enjoyed the movie a lot. I just, I kept rolling my eyes every time Olaf said, or every time any of the characters said, water has a memory. Yeah. Like, if water has a memory, it's full of piss. <laughs> I and I just wish that they would have said that water can water, water can hold magic or water has a memory of the magic that touched it or just something along those lines as opposed to water has a memory just like oh that's homeopathy bullshit come on stop it uh, yes come I on, think about Disney, all that better than this but I, I enjoyed it. My kids, they laughed at all the old things. Violet was rightfully concerned about what happened to Olaf. Uh-huh. And she's all like, is he dead? And I was like, it looks like it. <laughs> Way to go there. <laughs> yeah. Uh... I figured he was coming back, but still. 
I got to let her, you know, squirm a little bit. But I, I enjoyed it. I, I'm glad that it wasn't really about... Because I was... There was a lot of buzz about Elsa having a relationship. And that it was going to be, you know... She was officially going to come out as the very first gay Disney character. And just all this kinds of stuff. And it's like, she seems very not interested in any kind of relationship. Right. Let's keep it up with that. Like, she was just so level about Anna falling in love right away. And so I'm kind of glad with the way they took it. Yeah. I enjoy it. I, my issues with it are, I didn't, I didn't love the music. Like none of the songs really. There, there was, there was never a let it go. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know what? I, I'm probably hard pressed to even think of a single song that was actually in the film. Really? Yeah. I mean, I can, I, I can do that, but I, I really, I don't think I could. Like I, I don't know. I tried to listen to the soundtrack to try to pick a song that I was like, I like the, uh, like the the versions that you didn't say through the the credits, so you didn't hear yeah, the versions. We all moseyed out before the end credits or during the end credits. Um. So there's like the. The Into the Unknown song is done by Panic at the Disco. Oh yeah, yeah. And then yeah, uh And then the the Lost in the Woods song is done by Weezer. Okay, the Kristoff song? Yeah. Okay, I enjoyed that musical number. Really? I thought it was weird in the movie. I thought no, I thought it was weird, but I mean, he's obviously a very like He's he's mentally gone. I was like, when did this become the eighties? Oh yeah, it was very eighties. <laughs> so I think Kristoff is very behind the times or very ahead of the times. Yes. Um, I don't know. I just I thought that like it was very lacking Kristen Bell, but it was also kind of lacking Ida Mendez. Like it seemed to be that this was more or less about like a lot of secondary and tertiary characters. Yeah. And so I don't know. It was, it, I think it was a good movie. I think it's definitely worth seeing if you're, you know. Do you think the first one's better? I think the first one's better. Oh, definitely. By far and away. Becca was all like, I may like the second one better. And I was like, you're crazy. Yeah, she's definitely crazy. <laughs> so the first one is about discovering the love in yourself, loving yourself, um, being the love that you want to be. And this one was, I don't know. The, the entire motif was more along the lines of accept the things that are happening to you. <laughs> yeah. Go with the flow. I mean, don't let the sins of the father affect the children. I, I really just, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's all very muddled as opposed to, you know, I can be my true love. So yeah, it's in general, it's it's not nearly as good as the first Frozen. Right. They definitely invested more time, money, and effort into. It. But I don't think that it was a better movie. Yeah. All right. Uh, but I'll probably end up seeing it probably hundred more times because it's you know Disney. Princess right. Movie. Yeah. The girls came home and they wanted to watch it at home. <laughs> they literally said. 
We could just get it on Amazon. We have Disney Plus. And I said, sweetie, it's going to be a long time before it's available. Yeah. That's funny. Um, let's see here. You watching anything else? No, that's really it. That's all I can think of. Okay. Well, uh, let's uh, wrap it up then. All right, we are we at a tight ninety? Uh, no, we're at like a sixty-eight. Ooh, well, let's let's uh, let's riff for a little bit. <laughs> we can we can go with the shortest episode we've ever had. Seriously, I guess so. All right, well, thank you all for tuning in. Tune, I mean, who tunes in anything nowadays? Right. Wait to date yourself. Before. I've got a, I I've got an antenna for my TV, so I tune in. Yeah, do you Channels. actually tune it? No, I've got a tuner. Yes, but do you actually tune it? No. Does it require you tuning a dial or anything? No. No, you just push a button and it automatically does it. It does. Yeah, there's there's no tuning. Nobody tunes nowadays. <laughs> there's, there's no tunes. There's no even Looney Tunes anymore. Let's let's riff on this for another twenty minutes. Okay. No. Let's right, wrap it yeah. up. That way I can title the episode the shortest episode. Okay, let's go ahead and do that. I'll think of something that will drag this out for another 20 minutes. All right. Uh, um, but yeah, so you can find us at Media Monday Show at Facebook. Yeah, uh, email us at MediaMondayShow at gmail.com. And join our Media Monday Show League on Fantasy Movie League, where the league is Media Monday Show, and the password is Gino, capital G, lowercase E-N-O. And we'll send a reminder out to our Facebook peoples. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that I guess that wraps it up for episode forty-nine. Yeah. Tune back in in two weeks, and we'll be in episode fifty. Big episode fifty. All right. Well, all right. Thank y'all, and bye bye. Bye bye. Click.